welcome to the first episode of a brand new podcast, the Double G NFL Picks podcast. Me and my son are both massive NFL fans and we thought it would be fun to have a podcast whereby we go head-to-head picking the winners of every game over the course of a season and racking up points for every correct one we get to see who would be the Picks champion at the end of the year. So, I'm the first of the G's, my name's Graham. And I'm the second of the G's and my name's Griffin. I am a 49ers fan and have been since 1985 and you are? I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I've been a Jags fan since 2020. Oh, the shame. The absolute shame of having, having a son who doesn't support my team. No, it's good. I think it's really good that you've uh, chosen your own team. So uh, that's really good. So we thought it'd be quite fun to pick the winners of every game uh, every week throughout the course of the season. For every correct guess, we get one point. But every week, we'll also have a lock of the week whereby we say there's one team that we're guaranteeing victory for. And that team, if they win, will gain us three extra points. But if they lose, we lose three points. So a bit of jeopardy going on. So obviously, there's already been a game played in week one. It was a kickoff game. It was the Lions at Chiefs. And yeah, big upset for the Lions. But we both picked the game beforehand. Who did you go for, G? See, I was going back and forth, but I actually decided to pick the Lions. You went for the Lions. You went for the upset. Brave man, but it paid off. Yep, it sure did. That's good stuff. So why did you decide to go for the Lions? I mean, obviously, Kelsey was out. Mahomes is the number one target. Obviously, they don't have the best receiving core, and they were all just kept dropping passes. And everyone is obviously excited about the Lions' offense. One, they did bring in CJ Gardner Johnson on the defense. Aiden Hutchinson seems to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I I went safe on this one. I knew Kelsey being out would be a big hit for them, being um, Mahomes' favorite target. But I thought that the receivers would be able to uh, pick up the slack and be able to do the business. But of course, it was just it was a game of dropsies, yeah. wasn't it? It was uh, they were absolutely terrible. So yeah, so you're already one nil up. There you go. You're in the lead. If the season ended now, you'd win. Ah. Right, so let's go through the other 15 games, uh, see what we've got. So the first one we've got is Panthers at Falcons. What are your thoughts on this one? See, this one, it's a tough one, but I mean, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Obviously, they added Jesse Bay to Calais Campbell to their defence. They could be big difference makers. They've got Carl Pitts, who me and you both think could be having a pretty big season. I think he's due a breakout season. I I, I think he's been really hampered. And uh, I think Mariota wasn't kind to him. There was a lot of balls that were thrown in his direction that were slightly off. And and I think had it been bang on where it should have been, I think he'd have have had much better production. So, yeah, I think Pitts is is due the season that everybody thinks he, he should have been having up till now. I've gone for the Falcons too, mainly because the Panthers are very much in rebuild mode. Yeah. I think, you know, rookie quarterback, still trying to establish a running game. I think, yeah, you know, the Panthers are just one of those ones. I mean, it's quite a few teams at the moment who are in rebuild mode, but I think the Falcons are, are really going to surprise people. Uh, I think they've got a great running game. I think the O-line has carried over from last year and is looking strong. Yeah, sort of decent receivers and obviously, you know, we'll see how, how Ridder comes in and, uh, and, and sort of performs. But yeah, I expect the Falcons to do big things so yeah i'm going for them in this one too yeah um by song he could be a good qb you know in the nfl but this is first game i think he will have some rookie jitters absolutely yeah i think that's only natural is to be you know to be uh yeah. expected so next up we have texans at ravens and this one i've gone for the home team i've gone for ravens 
again, Texans very much in rebuild mode. Um, I think D'Amico Ryans is going to be a great head coach and obviously our defensive coordinator from last year. But I think the Ravens are just too strong now that uh, Lamar Jackson is uh, paid and healthy. I think he's going to be happier. They've still got the strong run game um, defensively. They're, they're, I'd say, far superior to the Texans. And, uh, yeah, you know, they've got some players come in. Obviously, OBJ's come in. I think, uh, you know, if he can stay healthy, he'll be a difference maker. So, yeah, I fully expect the Ravens to take care of uh, yeah. business in this one. First, I was thinking maybe the Texans allow, But overall, like, it's a young team and it versus a team with a lot of depth, a lot of talent. Yeah, I think this game could maybe be a blowout for the Ravens. And, yeah, I mean, they've added Zay Flowers to the team arguably the best wide receiver prospect in that draft last year and I mean OBJ yeah he can be a good wide receiver if he can stay healthy for two seconds quite literally it's always been a problem lately okay that's another one we agree on right let's see how long this carries on for uh next up we got Bengals at Browns who do you fancy here See, like the Browns they have some talent like well that's what it says on paper but I need to over, like, actually see that from this team. Like, honestly, I need to see them be a full-on good team. Like, Sean Watson, I think, could have a better year than last year if he goes back to how he played in Houston. But, yeah, overall, I'm just going to go with the Bengals. I'm slightly concerned about their defense because they did lose her best defensive player, Jesse Bates, but the offense are just going to carry them over the finish line, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this one will be close. I think it'll probably be closer than a lot of people think. I think, um, you know, we'll see whether Deshaun Watson uh, has knocked off some of the rust that he clearly showed at the end of last year uh, when he came back after the suspension. They've got Nick Chubb. You know, they've got a strong defense, particularly the D-line. But I think, you know, assuming that Burrow is at least 80% yeah. with the receivers he's got, you know, I think Jamar Chase is probably looking to uh, to improve what he did last year. I think that was probably, you know, given what he did in his first year last year, was probably a bit of a disappointment. And I just think, yeah, across the board, I think, you know, the Bengals have, have just got the experience, if nothing else. They've always had a slightly weak defence. You've only got to look at that playoff game against the Titans when they made the Super Bowl run. They were all over the place. But yeah, the offence bailed them out. And I expect, you know, the offence to be strong enough to do that against a good but not great Browns side. So, uh, yeah, I'm going for the Bengals as well. Another agreement. Another agreement. Amazing. Right, now we've got your boys. So, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm going to go for the Jags. I think the Jags finished last year incredibly strong. Trevor has now got Calvin Ridley, who's going to be his number one. So, you've got Ridley, Kirk, Zay Jones. You've added Tank Bigsby in the running game to back up Travis Etienne. Probably still need some work on the O-line, but I think across the board, you know, they've, they've clearly gone for the uh, offensive side. I think they're going to be too good for a Colts side that, again, is in rebuild mode. You know, you've got a rookie quarterback in Richardson who I think can do great things. But on the whole, I think the Jags are going to be too strong. So I'm going for Jacksonville. You see, this one, I was going back and forth. But I think I will, by 1%, go with the Colts. Because first off, we can't... We just, Colts? You're going for the Colts? I mean, we just can't win in their stadium. But to be fair, they can't win in ours. No, either. that's true. Yeah, um, I feel like they do still... I mean, Jonathan Taylor is um, out, but I still feel like they do have Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman, who can be solid receivers. And they've got Buckner on that defense. They still have a few playmakers. They do have Shaquille Leonard, who, in my opinion, is actually a pretty good defender. 
Yeah, they did get rid of Stefan Gilmore, but yeah, I do think Anthony Richardson could talk to us with his run game because he's like this and QB is as fast like Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, you know. It's a very fast rookie QB. See, I am just going to go with Cox, but if they do win, I think it might be like a one-point game or something like that. Yeah, it'll be close either yeah. way, yeah. Um, well, that's our first disagreement, so there we go. Right, next one. I don't think we're going to be disagreeing on this one. We've got the Buccaneers at the Vikings. Who are you picking? You see, at first I was thinking the Vikings will still probably win, but the Bucks do still have some playmakes, so I do think we'll be close. But now, playmakes are just out. They're all injured. So, no, I think this game could be a blowout for the Vikings. I used to be a big Baker Mayfield believer. He, he looked decent on the Rams. I mean, even though the Bucks do have a pretty good receiving core with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, I just don't really think he's going to make it work. I'm, so, I'm starting to lose my belief in him. I I, I would say the Bucks have a great one-two punch at receiver, sort of, you know, probably like top six or seven in the, in the uh, NFL. But with Baker Mayfield, you never know what you're going to get. He, he can, can look sometimes be really good, but he can also sometimes be precisely, really bad. He can look great one week and terrible the next, and I think it's that inconsistency. But again, they're in a rebuild year, you know. They're, yeah. they're, they're going to be starting to, uh, to put together. I mean, both they and the Rams basically um, traded the farm to win a Super Bowl didn't they they went win now and uh, and now they're having the you know it worked for both of them but now they're having the lean years the Vikings you know you've still got Kirk Cousins who's a very good quarterback yeah uh, okay they've lost Adam Thielen they've lost Dalvin Cook uh, which is obviously going to be big big shoes to fill but two words JJ Justin <laughs> Jefferson you know yeah. just you know probably the best receiver in football at the moment some of the catches he makes are incredible if him and Cousins are clicking, I think it's very hard to touch them. They're not going to have the season they did last year. They're not going to win as many games because they had so many tight games that they just squeaked. And I, I don't think that can sustain itself. But I think they'll have enough to take down a very poor Bucks team at the moment. So, uh, yeah, definitely picking the Vikings out. Oh, no, we, we, we're back on agreeing again. That's good. That's yeah. good. Another reason I think they could win is because their defence is extremely solid. They've got a lot of depth. I am a fan of Daniel Hunter, the defensive lineman. They've also got Harrison Smith, Zedarius Smith. Actually, no, they got rid of him to the Browns, yeah, didn't Smith's gone. But yeah, they do have some playmakers on that defense still. So I think they're going to be just fine. But also, KJ Osborne's a pretty good young receiver yep. that can stand out. Yeah, absolutely. Right, next up, we've got Titans at Saints. Quite tough. I'm Yes, this is a tough one, but I'm going to go for the Saints on this one. I think home field advantage will play a lot into this one. Uh, you know, the Superdome gets incredibly loud. I also think with the Titans, you've got De Derek Henry, you know, with a workload that's been piled on him over, over the years. I think, you know, we're all expecting a natural decline, yeah. uh, which I think will start to happen this season. You've got Ryan Tannehill is obviously getting on as well. Yeah. Defensively, you know, Vrabel has, uh, has obviously focused a lot on defence there and they're strong. But I think that Derek Carr, I've, I've always thought he was a decent quarterback. Okay, he, he had a down year last year. But uh, but he, he has a great deep ball. If he can start connecting with Chris Alave, I think Chris Alave is, is due a massive year. I expect the uh, the, the Saints to do the business. Yeah, me too. I mean, the Titans, yeah, I, I agree with what you said. Like, he's getting older now. He's running behind a not very good O-line, a below average O-line. Like, yeah, I think overall the Saints are just the better team. They've got, once again, more depth. Depth, to me, is very important. You've got to have a lot of depth at a lot of positions to be able to And Saints have more of it. Oh, we're agreeing on too many of these, aren't we? This isn't this this isn't going to separate us in the standings, right? 
Next up, we have my boys. We have the 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. What do you think on this one? See, to me, this is just an obvious game. Like We all know who's going to win this game. It's just it's just who's the better team. And and the better team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But I think the better team overall is definitely the 49ers. I mean, the Steelers have some talent. I'm a huge Deontay Johnson fan. Yeah. They've got TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, Maker Fitzpatrick. They've got a good defense. I think the four dollars are just too overpowered. I'd say they're probably the most stacked roster in the NFL. The four dollars have a team with the most depth. Depth's very important. So, like so you're going 49 yeah. as well. Despite them being my boys, uh, one thing I'm always aware of is we always seem to start the season sluggishly. We never we never start well. And, uh, you know, you've got that horrible rain-affected game against the Bears last year that we went up in and then just collapsed. So um, I'm a little concerned about that. I think uh, also Brock Purdy coming back, I think he's going to be huge for us. How's he going to be playing after the uh, elbow surgery? There's still a lot of questions about us that I think the Steelers don't have. I think the Steelers are great on D. I think Pickett's going to continue the improvement that he showed last year. Um, so believe it or not, I'm going to pick the Steelers to win this one. And another reason being that in Pickhams, I very rarely pick 49ers to win because I always think it's it's bad juju. It's um, uh, it, it always jinxes things. So uh, we won the reason why I beat the girls. So I don't <laughs> want to jinx it. Oh, well, at least there's another one we disagree on anyway, so we'll see on that one. I, I get a feeling we're not going to be disagreeing on this next one, though. we got the Arizona Cardinals at the Washington Commanders. We all know. Ed easy. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals, almost certainly the worst team in the NFL yeah. at the moment. Um, Don't have any depth. Massive, obviously. They're down the starting QB. I'd be surprised if he actually came in and played much this season at all. This isn't just a rebuild year for the Cardinals. I think this is a tank year. Yeah. I, I think they're going to look to tank this season, even though they will never say that publicly. I think their eyes are on the number one pick next year and uh, and really going into the uh, going rebuild. in, in, into the rebuilding full steam. I think the commanders are strong. I think they've improved in places. Obviously, QB with Sam Howell being named a starter. It'll be interesting to see mm. how that goes. But I think that they've just got enough weapons to be able to take down the Cardinals. I think, frankly, a group of 14-year-old schoolgirls are probably you know, probably tanked up enough to bring, take down the Cardinals at the moment. So uh, maybe that's a bit harsh. But what about you? Um, yeah, I am also going to go with the commanders. They're just betting they've... They, yeah, they do have some depth. They've got a lot of good plays. They've got Scary Terry, and they've got... Is um, he actually playing? I, I, I don't know, because he's had turf toe, isn't he? So I'm not sure if he's playing in this one. I need but to check. they have also a young few other young players. Like they've got Jahan Dotson in his second year. Yeah. They've got Kurt Samuel, who's insanely fast. He showed me he's a good player when the Jags played them last year. He was just like making like all these spin moves. I was just like a throw into They just did a screen to me. Literally, like three spin moves on that one plane. Just literally got the first down. I was like, this guy's insane. So, yeah, I just think they also have a, a very good D line, bro. They've got Jonathan Allen, Chase Young. They've got a stacked D line. See, I just think overall, yeah, the commanders are the better team. Yeah, definitely. And we've had an agreement. Yeah, another agreement. Oh, boring. <laughs> right, next one. We got the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. Who have you got here? I'm actually going to go with the Bears. I think they've got, they've had a great offseason. DJ Moore, that's my guy. <laughs> and they've also added Tremaine Edmonds, who I think is a really good linebacker. And see, so yeah, Justin Fields, I, I think, I mean, especially because of running abilities, I think he can be a very good QB. I think the Bears 
have a lot of potential to be good. And Jordan Love, I mean, he's had a few starts, but not like full on being the starter. This is sort of like his rookie year, basically. Yeah, this is the first time I'm starting. So I think he's still going to have a few little rookie jitters. But the fact is, it's like Rogers. Rogers backed up Brett Favre for three years, and Jordan Love has now backed up at Rogers for two years. So I think, even though, yes, technically, as a, in terms of being a starter, it's his rookie season, I think he, he'd have learned so much from Aaron Rodgers so I think he's ready to go this for me was the hardest game to pick this week I think they're very evenly matched um it was Dolphins charges I was going for the Packers um obviously I found out Christian Watson's now injured and won't be playing week one which, which is a big loss really any wide receivers yeah but I I just think Jordan Love be ready to uh to, to pull it out obviously there's a massive rivalry between those two I, I may come to regret it but I'm gonna pick the Packers right Next up, we have the Raiders at the Broncos. Um, I still don't 100% trust Russell Wilson. People have said he's turned up at camp this year a lot fitter and a lot beefier, and they expect that to have an improvement on his game, I think. There's a lot of expectation on him last year, and I think he thought he was going to do well, and he probably hit his ego that he didn't. And uh, whether the downturn last year, the rapid downturn, was due to Wilson himself or Nathaniel Hackett, we'll never know. But the bottom line is, I think under Sean Payton, they're going to be much better. But I just think the Raiders have got exceptional weapons. Jimmy G, if he can stay healthy, will always be a really solid NFL quarterback. You've got Devontae Adams at wide receiver. You've got Josh Jacobs. You've got a very good D-line. And I just think, regardless of the fact that the Broncos are probably going to have an upturn this season, I just still don't trust them enough, so I'm picking the Raiders. Yeah, me, like, you see, I'm, I'm also going to go to the Raiders. I agree with them. Yeah, another example. <laughs> it's just like you basically have just one reason that I'm picking the Raiders, basically. I'm not going to say the name. I'm just going to say something that will definitely show you. Four words. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> Probably, probably, probably something Russell Wilson continues to regret to this day ever saying something so stupid. Yeah. But, uh, but so, so, so you're not a big Wilson believer either. No, the only thing really as good is that you can is that he's still fast at 34. But that's it, really. I mean, I mean that they, they don't have much of the weapons. The defense could keep them in the game, but the defense can only do as much as it can do. Yeah. You know, like I, you, you're not going to have. A good football team if you have a really good defense but a bad offense, you know, in my opinion. I mean, well, to be fair, 2017 Jags, I mean, do we have a bad offense? Uh, Middle offense, well, I guess. Well, you have Blake Bortles, yeah, I mean, you, had, you had a decent offense, but you had a, 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 a weak to average quarterback. Okay, so we're both agreeing again. Yeah. I can't believe we've only got five games to go. We've only disagreed on what one, two, three, four. So, uh, yeah, this is all a bit safe. But uh, let's see how we go on the next one. We've got Dolphins at Chargers. For me, this is the toughest game. Right, okay. So, which way are you going? See, this thing. Like the Chargers, you, well, you think they have lost their front together. That's all on paper. They haven't truly shown it. Like, the Jags' second half overall, like, we have seen just... Like, especially that defense get absolutely cooked. But yeah, um, yeah, I do think Tua, he could not really be as good as Herbert. Um, but he's it's just the weapons around him that I think can really help them out. They've also added Jen Ramsey, who is he? Is he actually gonna play though? 
Ramsey is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, who who's still quite a good corner. I mean, he didn't have the best year last year, but he's still a good corner. Yeah, they still have a good defense. I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. Okay. Um. Well, we finally disagree on another one. Uh, I'm going to go Chargers. Um. I think the Dolphins have had some um serious off-season injuries, uh, which I think has knocked them back a little bit. I think both have good receivers. Both have a strong running game. Both are good defensively. Uh, good. DBs. I think what this game comes down to is quarterback. Uh, I think this is literally which quarterback do you trust more? And I think when you're back against the wall, I'd take Justin Herbert any day over Tunga Vailoa. I think Tunga Vailoa is a great player, but I think Herbert carries on the way he's going. He's 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 potential Hall of Fame. I also think the Chargers are going to have a big chip on their shoulder because of that uh, game they lost in the in the wild card against you guys. Yeah. You know, twenty-seven nothing up and and lose. That's got to be eating away at them during the whole off season. So they're going to want, want to come back and uh, prove the naysayers wrong. So uh, well, there you go. So we got a disagreement at last. Next up, we've got Eagles Patriots. I'm going to go pretty route one on this and again play it safe. I think the Eagles are you know one of the top four teams in the NFL. Excellent strength in depth. Hurts looks great. He's got a great one-two punch receiver. The running game strong defensively. They're strong. Again, they're going to have a, a knot in their stomach over being the uh, the team that lost the Super Bowl. Uh, so they're going to want to prove some people wrong and, uh, and and show that they've still got it. And I think Patriots are in rebuild. And Mac Jones will have a better year this year than last season. Not having Matt Patricia, a, a defensive coach, calling the offensive plays is going to help him massively. He obviously wasn't uh, happy about that. But it's just not good enough. Again, I think Patriots, decent D. Not decent enough to take on the Eagles even when they're at home. So I'm going Eagles. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Who thinks the Patriots are going to win? Tell you who. We do. I think the Patriots are going to win. Yes, I am. Wow. I'm, I'm making a huge call here. All right. Well, I think the Patriots defense is one of the best in the league. I think I don't think the Eagles offense is going to have as good of a year as they did last year. And yeah, I think the Patriots defense could hold them off a bit. I think the Patriots offense, Mac Jones. I mean, I, I yeah, I do think he can. He will have a bit of a better season than he did last year. I mean, he does have Juju to throw the ball to now. I guess. Wow. Okay. Right. So we disagree on another. It's two favorites on the yeah. road. Oh, there you go. I really hope I don't yeah, regret well, that. I wasn't, wasn't expecting that one at all. I don't know if we're going to be disagreeing over this next one though. We got the Rams at the Seahawks. I'm gonna go Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. I think Seahawks They're just a better have to team. be the pick. They mm-hmm. are. Cooper cups out as well, so that will hugely affect Yeah, the yeah. But the Rams, much like the Buccaneers, they're going to be having the rebuild year or maybe a few years. They bet the farmer winning the Super Bowl, and it worked for them. But uh, but now they're uh, paying the cost. And I think the Seahawks. The only question about them for me is Geno Smith. He had an unexpected year last year, but it's whether he can sustain that. He's got probably the best trio of receivers in the game. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Great running game. They've also got Walker, but they've uh, drafted a guy to back up him, so they're going to be strong. Defense is still strong. I think the Seahawks are due a really good season, an improvement on last year, and I think the Rams are just going to be a bit of a kicking boys in the NFC this year. So, uh, yeah, I'm going Seahawks. 
Give me like the round. They do still have Aaron Donald in the defense, but like you can't just affect one player to completely carry. Yeah, they they had Aaron Donald last year, and he and he was fit all fit fit all year, and he just wasn't a factor because mm. the trouble is all teams have to do is double team him, and they haven't got the yeah, talent true. elsewhere to make you know the one on one matchups pay. So. Uh, mm. Right, okay, so we agree on that one. So next up, we've got Cowboys at Giants. What are your thoughts? See, this thing, like, I would say Daniel Jones is the best for I, I, I don't have huge faith in him, but he's a better runner, in my opinion, than Dak Prescott. I think the Giants' defense is decent. I'd say their offense is decent. Obviously, they have Saquon Barkley, who I'm a big fan of. I think the Giants are actually going to win this game for one reason. Wow, okay. The Cowboys just making mistakes. That's what they do. They've, they've lost Keller Moore, who was their uh, offensive coordinator. He's now with the Chargers. So, yeah, McCarthy's actually calling the offensive play. So he, he's put himself back on there. So we'll oh. see how that works out for him. I mean, I'm, I'm going for the Cowboys in this one. I think Dak is still, uh, despite his many critics, I think he's, he's more than a functional quarterback. They've got Tony Pollard back. They've got a great defense, you know, C.D. Lamb's still there. Not sure how much Brandon Cooks is going to do for them. That was a bit of a head-scratcher for me. But I think that the Giants overachieved last year. I think, you know, the Giants obviously making the playoffs, having that big win against the uh, Vikings, but then getting completely schooled by the Eagles. But I think that the Giants are probably, much like the Vikings, I think there's two teams who probably punched above their weight, shall we say. And and I expect both of those to sort of have a bit more of a, a reality break. I'll be surprised if the Giants made the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, I think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs and are probably going to give somebody a beating there as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go for the Cowboys on this one. Right, OK, well, that's another disagreement. That's good. Um, also, quick thing about oh. the Chargers-Dolphins game, actually. I've got to say this. I actually predict that game going into overtime, the Dolphins scoring a game-winning touchdown. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah. See, right, final game: Bills at Jets. I guess this really comes down to have you drunk the Kool Aid from their appearance on Hard Knocks, and I would say I have. I, sort of um, have. I think uh, across the board they're very strong. They've got a great defense, literally one of the best defenses in the NFL. Obviously, you've got Aaron Rodgers, years of experience. He he's, he seems happier than he's been in years, and a happy Rodgers is a productive Rodgers. Um, he's thrown a ball to Garrett Wilson, um, who, really you know, already offensive rookie of the year. You know, I'd, I'd expect him to be up for offensive player of the year this year. Incredible receiver. They brought in Dalvin Cook, you know, to pick up the slack while, while Brees Hall gets himself fit. So I think across the board, they're just looking really, really strong. And the Bills, I think, are probably on a slight downturn. Uh, again, they're going to want to prove a point after an embarrassing playoff loss to the Bengals. But I just think a receiver, I mean, you know, beyond Stefan Diggs, you know, probably the next best is what, Gabe Davis. And I think, you know, defensively, I'm not sure they've uh, they've shored up as much as they needed to. Uh, Josh Allen will obviously be carrying the team on his back as he always does. But yeah, I, I, I just wonder whether the fact that so many strong AFC teams are now coming through. I mean, even the AFC East is hard to call now. I think the Jets are going to come out and they're going to bully the Bills, and I think this will be a Jets win. Yeah, um, I this this one was a tough one for me, but I'm going to go the Bills. Josh Allen, I mean, I think Rod's going to play well, but I think Josh Allen is going to be in a duel with him. My one concern with the Bills is that they're way, way, way too focused on winning Labardi. I feel like they're just doing that because that's what people like want from them. That's what people expect from them. 
stuff like that. Definitely, and and, like, and and every, obviously every NFL team wants to win the Lombard. But, they, but, but, that's but, just but, but the fact is, yeah, the, the the Bills. It's almost like their best window was two seasons ago. You know when they lost that playoff game to the Chiefs. Yeah. And I think they kind of know that and the pressure that is piling on them because, yeah, you they're know, crumbling we, under we, it. We, you know, I, I, I don't know about crumbling, but they're definitely feeling it. And I just think the thing is, your Super Bowl window these days is very, very small. Are they starting to think, oh, God, is, is our opportunity passed? So the expectation is going to be so high, particularly amongst the Bills Mafia. So this thing, like, it's a tough one, but Josh, I, know, I think it's going to be hyped up after being the Man 24 cover athlete. You know, I think this is this this will be a high scoring game, but I'm just going to go with the Bills barely. Oh. I do think they still have a lot of talent on that team. I think they will be just able to overrun the Jets, but still, I think in the next game between the Bills and the Jets in Buffalo, I actually do think the Jets will probably win that game. I think they are probably going to split, yeah, split the season, season series. Okay, I think cool. these are two teams that are just as good as each other right. overall. Okay, so that's all 16 uh, week one games, Pete. A correct choice earns you a point in our competition. But then we've obviously got our lock picks, which are worth three points or losing three points. So who are you going to go for? Who's your lock of the week? I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. They have so much depth in that team. They did get rid of Calais Campbell, but he is starting to regress just a little bit. And he's 37 now. He is getting yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and obviously the Texans are in rebuild, so yeah, completely yeah. understand that. I'm I'm not going with the Ravens. Cool. Well, obviously I'll be cheering the Texans this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going for the Falcons. Uh, I think the Falcons are looking really good this season. I think Bijan Robinson. I think he's going to have a massive season for them. Um, I expect uh, Ridder to be a, a marked improvement on Mariota from last season. And I think, as I say, Panthers are in rebuild mode, so I fully expect at home in the Dome the Falcons to do the business. Right, well, there we go then. That's all 16 games. Uh, we'll tot up the scores and we'll announce what the week one scores were at the beginning of uh, next week's show. But yeah, that's it for this week. So for the Double G NFL Picks podcast, I've been Graham. And I've been Griffin. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Formation, five yard penalty, fourth down.